The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in pro wrestling fans here on a Saturday. It's time for the weekend edition, podcast edition of Busted Open Radio. I'm Ryan McKinnell, your weekend host, and joining me, I got my buffet brother. The buffet club has united here on a Saturday. It's the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. And on today's episode, we dive headfirst into the breaking news. Logan Paul and Roman Reigns potentially going down in the future. Maybe at Crown Jewel. What does it mean? And could Logan Paul be the man to end the reign of the head of the table? And also, it wouldn't be a Saturday edition of Busted Open if we didn't give you weekly winner for the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. So sit back, relax, and click play. Let's get it going. Busted Open on a Saturday. The story of the hour, the story of the week. And you know what? Depending on how things go in what is to be reported crown jewel in November between Roman Reigns and Logan Paul, it could end up being the story of the year because, Mark, could you imagine? Could you just visualize the idea, the headlines, the SEO, right? The tweets, the social media engagement. If Logan Paul is the one after all these years and after this run and this heater that Roman Reigns is on, if it's Logan Paul to be the dude to take the straps from him, what? Wow. <laughs> I mean, just just being in the match is a big well, deal. Yes, that's huge. But to for him to actually catch Roman and get the one, two, three, there will <laughs> never be a bigger coup than that in pro wrestling. It would be like David Arquette winning the the title uh, at WCW. Now, okay, I love the comparison because I live that and you live that. And that was one of those moments where a lot of people were done. Like people were just like, yo, this is ridiculous. They've jumped the shark. Screw WCW. This is the signaling of the end. David, with all due respect to David, I know he loves the business. He can't work like Logan worked. No, I don't know if it would be that sort that's of blowback. Difference. Yeah, but it would it be wouldn't big. be the blowback of negativity that mm-hmm. he get that he got. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that the last time that something like that happened where you went beyond the pro wrestler and you brought somebody from outside in, yeah, it, it was that. But everybody knew that he didn't deserve that. Right. That he was not physically able to do that. 
and it was a slap in the face. This is different in the sense that Paul is an athlete, man. I don't know if you've seen any of the videos of him working out, but like him working out, uh, I don't know if I've seen as many people as athletic as he is. He's top of the line. He's five-star yeah. A-plus type athlete. I mean, you saw it against Floyd Mayweather, which, Mark, the WWE was really smart to bring up. I mean, Paul Heyman circled back around on it to bring up the Floyd Mayweather match. Logan brought it up himself in the midst of a promo. It was a big focal point, actually, of that opening promo, and that's really smart because you which do have a guy really there. good, by the way. Wait, what's up? That promo was really good, by the way. Oh, it was great. It was great back and forth, but I also thought it was really intelligent to bring up the history with 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 Floyd Mayweather because, well, Floyd Mayweather has obviously been in the WWE as well, but, you know, easily recognizable name. Um, and, and again, it brings a bit of a credibility to Logan Paul in terms of the athletics, and, and we don't need to tell you, Busted Open Nation, that the dude's an athlete. I think, Mark, like, you can see that he is highly skilled in the limited amount of time this dude has had in the WWE. It is kind of astonishing. Like, we're living an era, like, where I've been blown. Pat McAfee, Bad Bunny, and Logan Paul, those three men, respectively, have come out of the woodwork and just absolutely blew me away. And you know what? Logan's at the top of that. Like, what he was able to do at WrestleMania, what he's been able to do, like, I don't know if he deserves this. I don't even know what deserve means in WWE, but I do know that Logan Paul draws eyes, and I do know that Logan Paul can wrestle, and he seems to care and love professional wrestling, and I got a lot of respect for that. Bingo. Yes, sir. You hit the nail on the head. He loves it. With all the shit that he's done in his life and is doing currently, what does he look like he's putting the most time into? That is such a great wrestling. wrestling. Yep. And if you love it and it makes you feel the way that you really want to feel and you're getting the attention, man, it's like being just a normal average guy. Yeah. And you walk into a, a restaurant, a bar, a nightclub, theater, the grocery store, the gym, whatever. <laughs> and the hottest girl in the building goes, who is that? And comes over and talks to you. That's what's happening to Paul in wrestling. He's the hot He's girl. Walking. He's coming over to talk he- to us, essentially. Man, he is coming over and saying, <laughs> man, I don't know who you are, but you, you make me feel some kind of way. That's funny. And, brother, that is a beautiful thing in our business. That's the lifeblood. There are kids, seven to probably 15 years old. They're not wrestling fans, but they're Paul fans. Both Paul brothers. Yep. They're fans. They follow them. They buy their merch. They get the pay-per-views. They get the, the all the boxing events. And now they're wrestling. Jake is wrestling. And he's like pulling these people in. Bro, you can't beat that. Like that is that is what needs to happen more often. You've seen it with uh, all the hosts on, on Monday Night Raw years back. You've seen people that, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, 
you know, involved. Like you bring in people. Hugh Jackman sticking uh, Ziggler all those years ago. There you go. People still talk about it today. Sure, sure, absolutely. And you can go down the list. He is doing uh, what we need to be done in this business, and Triple H is seeing that and taking advantage of it. And I, bro, I'm not mad. No, I'm I'm not either. So we agree with that. Like this isn't. Uh, a typical quote unquote celebrity booking or like, you know, this man isn't being jettisoned into a spot on, on some level. And you cannot deny this. He has earned some sort of place in the hearts of professional wrestling fans, right? Maybe that they doubted him and then he overperformed. Maybe they didn't know him at all. People didn't have any clue who Logan Paul was. They just knew him as a YouTuber. And then you see him in there with the Miz and you're, I mean, you can't not, Look at what he was able to do. The moveset he was able to carry. The energy he was able to carry. His cardio. Just in terms of him as an athlete, it was amazing what he was able to do inside a squared circle. And even the most ardent detractors, even the people that want to find every reason to hate this dude, and you can. There's, he's got a history that's unlikable in some regards. He's made mistakes in his life. He just kind of got an unlikable face. He's pretty. You know what I mean? He's young, he's cocky, he's brash, and he comes over from the social media YouTube world. That's all fine, right? You can dislike all of that, but the one thing you cannot do, Mark, is deny his skills inside a ring this early in his career and the charisma that he has. Oh, and also, as we heard from him when he was coming back, uh, you know, from, um, or I, when he was, uh, when he kicked off the show last night, cu not coming back, when he kicked off the show last night, uh, his work on a microphone is solid as solid can be mark like when you talk about like promo work logan paul is absolutely in the top right i mean like not like, like top five percent or nothing like that you know, right? don't don't make a ranking don't make a you list. don't need to but the dude can handle you it know, he can handle it on a stick and he can handle it in the ring mark yeah he, he is uh he is hyper talented man and um like i i, I really do think that he's going to be great yeah it's, it's like if, if bad bunny could focus his life uh -huh. and well. don't don't do nothing else he'd be, <laughs> he'd be great in wrestling yeah but yeah. that's not the case well he's, he just bad won, like bunny, yeah he's got to go do it paul paul yeah. is actually doing it Actually, yeah, he's actually doing it, and he's actually getting in a put a, put in a place to do it. I love the David Arquette comparison because it was a shocking moment, like just like shocking, like slack jawed, you know, mouth on the floor, couldn't believe it happened. I'll give you another one, and this one's probably more apt. And this is, I think, I'm going to personalize it because it was a really shocking moment for me, and it was a moment that really brought me back into the fold as a pro wrestling fan full time. And that was the Monday Night Raw after Survivor Series 2010. Randy Orton getting cashed in on by The Miz. That was one of those moments, Mark, where I watched The Miz hold up the WWE title, and I was just flipping through the channels. I'd always check in periodically. I always watch Mania. Usually always watch the big four, but I was kind of in a bit of a purgatory with the business at that point. When The Miz took the strap off of Randy Orton, my jaw was on the floor. I couldn't believe 
they were giving the strap to the reality TV show, real world guy. Then over the course of the next two years through his work on a microphone, I never really paid attention to him before. Then I saw him in that program with the rock and Cena. My respect level for that dude went through the roof at that time. They made the right decision. I feel like they're kind of making the right decision. Now, I don't know if they're going to put the strap on him. That would be amazing. That would be a wild story because of the run that Roman Reigns is on but it would certainly make waves into the point of my experience with Miz and locking me in and leading to the pipe bomb and leading me to where I'm at now with busted open and, you know, being a full-time fan again, I could see that happening to a lot. By point Mark, it could make a lot of new fans. It's going to make a lot it, of new it's fans. It's going to make a lot of new fans. Yeah. And, and we always joke, it could bring in new fans, it, but it is bro. Like this is a, a good move on that part for WWE programming. And all we could do right now is sit back and wait until the press conference and see what it's really about. Uh, yep. It might be a swerve. It might be wagging the dog. Do you think there's be, a chance that it might be Roman doesn't? Do you think there's a chance Roman doesn't show up in Vegas here in a few hours? Because I'm going to that. If I drive out there, park at Resorts World, walk my happy ass 45 minutes through the heat. I hate walking in the heat, Mark. I hate no AC. I hate it. I can't stand I it. It goes against my religion. If I go out and I go and do that. And Roman Reigns doesn't show up. I'm gonna be hot, not like physically. Well, I mean physically, but like inside. You're gonna too. be both. <laughs> Do you think there's a chance Roman doesn't show up? Man, I'm I'm thinking Roman is gonna show. Yeah, I do too. I there, hope he does. <laughs> I, I think there's also gonna be that case of uh, what if what if Paul is announcing somebody returning or somebody doing coming back and. He's fostered a relationship. It's a lot can be done. Yeah. You you wanna yeah. you wanna get the most mileage out of these guys as you warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef crafted meals with options like calorie smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Can. Hey everyone, Jen Piacenti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league, or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. A great listener last night was having a back and forth with me because in real time, I was kind of like trying to battle with, oh my God, what is weekly winner going to look like? I legit don't know which way I'm going to go. And it kind of feels like on this week, which, which Mark, it is crazy competitive. I feel like we kind of have to like dissect what makes weekly winner. Cause I, I had that listener ask me, well, what show left you 
wanting to see it the most for the next week? What left the most meat on the bone? What had you anticipating the next week the most? And I, I had to answer, honestly, that was probably NXT. But that, I don't know if that is because it was as much the matches and the matches were great or if it was more the way they signed off with that great little logo and graphic kind of hinting at a return to the 2.0 and the black and gold. Like, I don't know exactly what the criteria makes. If it's what left you wanting the most for the next week, it's probably NXT because the way it ended. But in terms, excuse me, in terms of match, in terms of art, in terms of story for that given week, for me right now, and I loved NXT and I loved the way it ended, I feel like it's kind of down to Wednesday and Friday, SmackDown and Dynamite. But it's like, it's kind of like, how do you take the criteria and how do you determine weekly winners? So I'm going to ask you the question that got asked to me last night. Just to start, what show left you the most wanting for next week? What left you with that anticipation the most? You know what? The the most anticipation is 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 just what you said, is, is NXT. Right. I want to see... If they're going back to black and gold. Yep. I want to see what's going to happen um, with uh, Cameron Grimes. I want to see story-wise um, what goes on Excuse me, with Carmelo Hayes. Let's, let's, let's get the world championship... Um, talk going with NXT. You mean with I, Carmelo? I, you mean up, up putting him to the next level? Yeah, I I, I yeah. need to see Carmelo um you know kind of like being uh the new focal point, if you will. Yeah. Um and and Solo is still on both brands, which is great. Because it, so it, it brings that legitimacy. What's going to happen with that? What What is he going to yeah. do? Like, is he going to is he going to walk around next week with the title? Like, what What, what What's going on? Yeah. Um. But <laughs> this is a big old. I mean, <laughs> humongous. But well, <laughs> what universe do you get to see? Um. John Moxley uh, have a match, of course, with Sammy <laughs> Guevara. Yep. Jay Lethal and Jungle Boy. Yep. Um, you had the Lucha Brothers and Swerve in Our Glory, which was Banger. Awesome. Banger. And you had Brian Danielson and Chris Jericho. I know. Bro, I was sweating <laughs> watching – that show it was i was i kept on i was selling and throwing punches and ducking and like i was into the show okay Hell okay, but show. okay i'm with you wednesday was a killer but let's look at let's look at back monday let's look at start where the week the way the week started if you would have asked me on monday after monday night raw i would have said yo i, can't, they I narrowed it down they, i would have said I they're you, a mile ahead down Yep. Well, no, I'm saying they would have been a mile ahead. I would have said the rest of the world and the pro wrestling world has a huge uh, task ahead because you had Finn Balor and Matt Riddle was an absolutely awesome match, right? You had the yeah. women's tag team championship match. You had a Johnny Gargano match. You had Bianca Belair and Sonya Deville with an open challenge, right? You had a main yeah. event with Edge and Dominic Mysterio, which is the story that carried the whole show, the Judgment Day and Dom, which I absolutely love. And then 
I mean, and am I being Rhea hy- Ripley? Yeah, Rhea Ripley and, in there. And, and I'm gonna say, am I being hyperbolic when I say one of the best promos of the year featuring Kevin Owens? And that was on Monday. That's how the week started. Yeah, that that promo. I forgot about uh, right? him standing there trying to convince Theory that you're looking at this from the wrong angle. Yep. And this is what it's about. But then, you know, when I narrowed it down, though, Ryan, um, I took Monday off because NXT, um, and then you go to Rampage, uh, I mean, uh, Dynamite. Oh, Dynamite. And then you go to SmackDown. Yeah. Like, man, them shows, it's, it's very difficult. Because of the, you know, there is no set criteria. Right. It's based off feel and content. And we usually, and we go off moments, right? Moments, matches. Like, I don't know what our criteria is. We know it when we talk about it, when we know it, when we say it. In some weeks, there's a clear-cut winner. But when you have a week filled with moments, filled with promos, filled with returns, filled with matches, filled with bangers, it's like, and we're all anticipating the next week. It's almost like you flip a coin. I, I, I really don't know what to do. Bro, Sammy and Paul Heyman returning um, in the interaction that he had with Ricochet and the match that he had with Ricochet. Oh, it was so awesome. Uh, pretty damn special. And and then uh, you had the Braun Strowman sighting. Yeah. Uh, just everybody was collateral damage. Uh just to see Bailey and look at look at Bailey. You see, everybody was talking about oh, Bailey is chunky. Bailey gained some weight. Bailey looked good as hell. She Bailey. is on her diet. She is yeah. training. She looked like a million bucks. I don't know who's it's been saying that. Just a matter that. of I, three I, weeks. Yeah. Bailey looks great, bro. I don't know who's Give been Give her saying time that. to be wrestling. She been injured, guys. Yeah. Like back off. There's no <laughs> place for that shit. Like no. the body shaming is ridiculous. In its sense, in the first place, who are you? The people that's that's making the judgment, they in their mama's basement. They <laughs> they they on the computer hiding behind the screen. Post a picture of yourself and then talk shit. If you can't do that, then shut up. Get, don't get body out, shaming somebody. Get out of here with that bullshit. But anyway, <laughs> I jump off my soapbox. Um, no, I like it. Stand up, flex on them. But but like, <laughs> you know, we got that contenders match, the yeah. fatal four way, and yep. I, I was entertained as much in that match as I was any match I saw this week, including Jericho and and Danielson. Like the, the, like I mean, the the single the singles and the implications uh, in the tournament with. Uh, Danielson and Jericho um, was pretty damn high. Oh, yeah. you got to I mean, start was... pointing. Yeah, it, what what level of importance was this? Right, as it related to that, and on this show, what level of importance mm-hmm. did that get? Yeah. Uh, Yo, what Brian, about, real quick? Is, is, real this quick, is the hardest quick. week of the year for me. It, it is for me too. I, but I do want to. I, mean, I do want to mention this. My, you can't if, do a if, tie. 
<laughs> I do. Well, no, we can't do a tie, but I do. Before we do make our picks and before we do make a final uh, sort of decision here, you talked about the match of the week and, and, and what was the best match of the week. And there were a couple, but I do have to mention, yo, pretty deadly. And the Creed brothers on Tuesday, mm. the way they kicked off NXT in was the cage that, match. That, that, I was saying a cage match. That might've been match of the Shit. week. Man, that, <laughs> that was a hell of a match. It was great. It set the pace for the rest of the show. I was very proud of them guys. Yeah. I just want to bring that up. They did not do your typical cage match stuff either. Uh, Yeah, there was some bells and whistles with the uh, climbing up to the top and handcuffing brother to the top. Like, yeah, there, there was that. But the way that they worked inside the cage (laughs) – Pretty damn impressive for young people. It really was. And and, and, and another and, thing. And we were on their ass <laughs> at NXT. Oh, absolutely. Relentless. Uh, I mean, like a month ago. Yeah. About how horrible yep. it was young to see young people doing stuff that they never did before. I think the reps are starting to catch up. They had about a two-month period of getting acclimated to the speed of the game, if you use a football reference. They had a a month to um, get seasoned in the playbook from an NBA reference. And (laughs) they've learned to do what you do best as a Major League Baseball reference. If you're going to play small ball, play small ball. If you're going to try to hit for the fences, go for it, go for it. You know, pitch pitch to the to the weakness of the batter. They they've learned how sports-wise what fits me and what fits our show. It's clicking. It's starting to click. Yeah. And going to the black and gold is a lot <laughs> of pressure because those the guys that were on the black and gold brand, they were given AEW all it could handle. And there would be there were weeks where it would be AEW, NXT, AEW, NXT. Back and forth. Yep. Back and forth. Yep. And I love the competition. I love the people taking the challenge. Because they started to do more to try to win the week. And that's good for pro wrestling. That That's not good for uh, NXT. That's not good for AEW. You know who that's good for? Us, the fan. <laughs> that's who it's good for. And I I, I'm, I'm just excited <laughs> about it. Yeah. But we got to come up with an answer. If you ain't first got, or last, we gotta Mark pick Henry. One. You, we got to pick one. We can't make a tie. Nope. I'd love to. And, and now really I've got it and down I, I, to two. I oh, got it down okay. to two. I was say, I would have made a three-way tie. So what are your two? What do you got it down to two? And who are you going with? Um, NXT and Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah. I, it was hard to pull SmackDown off of there. Drum roll. It was so hard to pull SmackDown off. What about you? Um, I still say I would have three. I don't know if I would pull SmackDown. Come on, off. I would, you, you got to do narrow it down to two. I would, I would, now we gotta, honestly, we I, pick. I would, 
I would probably do too. I would probably have it down between Dynamite and SmackDown. And that's no disrespect to NXT because I feel like on almost any other week that wasn't like bangers across the board, I would have easily given NXT the nod. I think the best thing about NXT to me, and again, credit to Carmelo and Solo in the main event and that great tag cage match that kicked off the show. There was just a little bit more on the bone for me in terms of Wednesday and Friday. The big thing for me with Tuesday was the black and gold tees. And yes, that left me anticipating NXT the most for next week because I just can't wait to see what's going to happen. But for me, it's down between Wednesday and it's down between Friday. But Mark, I love tournaments. I love in-ring. And what we saw on Wednesday was a tournament for the AEW World Championship. It had John Moxley and Sammy freaking Guevara kicking off the show. It had Brian Danielson and the legend Chris Jericho ending the show and a bunch of gangster-ass matches in between. And, oh, yeah, uh, a little bit of homerism with, with Action Bronson getting a package as well on Wednesday. I, for me, it's dynamite but it's so razor thin, Mark. I, I can't even quantify it. It's just the little things. The matches were just a little bit better. I love tournaments. I love action Bronson. I love the way it came together. And Danielson and Jericho, generational match to end the show. I, I went dynamite this week, Mark. Wow. I, I thought that you were going to give it the <laughs> NXT because of Quincy Elliott. Uh, hey, uh, that's something we didn't talk about. Quincy Elliott's debut. That was, yeah. I know nothing about Quincy, but when I saw him, like, I mean, clearly something different in the space of pro wrestling, which I cannot applaud enough. Yeah, you always need the, the difference yep. in pro wrestling. Yep. And the um, we always talk about the inclusionary practices of the way that the business has evolved into. And and you need that. And not to mention that big son bitch can work. He moves. You see the I mean he can move. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to seeing that develop more. Um I hope that he has good guidance and judgment because there's some things that's gonna work and there's some stuff that's not gonna work. And yeah, you need to be able to tell them straight up. You know what, man? I, I don't know about that. I've been around a long time. Yeah. What do you need, think? He need a mentor. What'd you, uh, and and I'm what, sure that they, they, they got good people over there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Norman, you Norman think? Smiley is one of my favorites. Norman Smiley's He's so a legend, good, man. man. Absolutely. So and good. you know what? Credit to Norman. In ring and then outside is a mind in the way he's transitioned, but truly one of the unsung heroes of an entire generation and now building the next generation. Real quick on Quincy Elliott, before you give your pick for weekly winner, how about the uh, ode, the nod to Big Vis, Big King yes. Mabel with his outfit? Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Shit, right? you, you know what, man? I'm just like very proud of the young people that love the business enough to study the history. Preach. It makes me it makes me feel so good when I see that. I love this. You know, I rode with this for years, and he would be so honored <laughs> and so I mean so blown away with the fact that somebody paid homage to him. Yeah. But like we always say, <laughs> if you're not first, Time that's right. You're last, and I got to pick and quit being filibustering <laughs> oh man I, I can't get past jericho and danielson 
Yeah. Um, that was That's where historic. I was at. The, the implications were so high and so strong. And it led to something that we have not talked about yet. And that's the fact that the Blackpool Combat Club, there will be a winner between Moxley and Danielson. That's a great point. The implications are are what led me to my decision. And I'm going to go with Dynamite. If you ain't first, you're last. That actually hurts to say on a week like this. I wish we could give a blanket, like, five-way tie. You throw Impact in there as well. No. because Impact, Impact was a good yo, show, that, too. Yo, that Impact opener with Speedball going out there against uh, Dorada. I mean, that was a, the, like some of the moves that they were pulling off of that. And Speedball has been on a burner. Like, I've been talking about it every week on Saturday. That dude, in a lot of ways, has been carrying that show. Everyone, and again, it just, it feels kind of dirty saying if you ain't first, you're last. Because I, I feel like everybody was first this week. But it was just a few little things that put Dynamite over the hump, clearly for myself and Mark Henry. But my God. What a week. I wish we could give Shine and more Shine. I wish we could just talk every hour about every different show and just break it down that way. But, uh, man, good, good times in the pro wrestling world. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks the SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Meet Janice. Unfortunately, her thing is sneeze attacks every time spring returns. I literally sneezed 40 times in a row once. Luckily for Janice, at the Walmart Pharmacy, she can get over-the-counter allergy relief for things like sneezing, runny nose, and watery eyes, fast with online pickup or delivery. No more suffering? That's nothing to sneeze at. (laughs) I see what you did there. Help survive allergy season with fast online pickup or delivery from Walmart. Welcome to an easier pharmacy. Welcome to your Walmart.